This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening and welcome to another edition of that Millwall podcast, the full-time live Millwall fan show. We're just slowly letting some more people join in. Um, So then, what a result today. Um, Poor old Jed getting involved in the banter in the week and then uh, unfortunately gets a bit too cocky does his celebration and uh, leaves the den with egg on his face. Um, highly comical, as per usual. Uh, the mill way gets to him. Evening, Tomo. What do you want to say, fella? Unmute yourself and come in, Tomo. Hiya, mate. How you doing? Hello, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Go on, him. Uh, that was really funny. <laughs> Oh, it, it was much, much better than funny, mate. It was, it was karma. <laughs> karma, karma is a bitch. Let me just one sec, Clark, and I'll get you on. Um, two secs. Um, if you want to join us, it's easy to do. You need to be on a mobile phone. Bottom left-hand corner of your phone, once you join the space, is a request to speak button. Press that button, and we will get you on, um, onto the show live. So yeah, Tom, I'll come back to you in two secs. Clark, what do you want to mm-hmm. say, mate? Clarky, what do you want to say, fella? Sorry, mate. Oh. I was just telling the boy to, to um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, mate, what a, what a day! What a fucking day! What a game! Oh, absolutely loved it. <clears throat> bit, bit edgy in, in that in that first half, but fuck me, did we did we uh, hang in there and 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 keep going, mate? <sighs> fucking hell! As you can tell, my voice is a little bit croaky from from all the shouting about Jed today. Because <laughs> he nuts. Oh, mate, what, I mean, what like what what was the point of that celebration? I mean, that <sighs> was just for a deflection. That was just. I mean, we've had loads of ex players come to the den and score, and yet they don't celebrate like he did. That was just a no, point that of was celebration. Not, it was. It was. It, I think on on his behalf, it would bang out a fucking order. I didn't think he would do something like that. It, Maybe no, nor did I. Maybe if they would have won the game, maybe different. But uh, when they when they're going one 0 up and he's doing that in front of the, the Cobo Lane, it's like you, you're just a mug, mate. Do you know what I mean? How can you do that? You you a lot of fans who, call. Who him, was the one who put the bags bags of money in front of his hands when oh, they did that? that one. I just see that one, yeah, and I've just seen no, no, one in League One as well, <laughs> holding a League <laughs> One badge. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I think he was bang out of order. Like to, a lot of like. A fan like myself, or kind of call him a club legend, legend because of what he's done. No, 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 no. He's not a legend. He's not. not, a, right, you, not uh, a listen, legend. listen. Uh, let's 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 just solve this once and for all. That question's out there for anyone who, who comes on. Right, I I don't think he's in the same statue as Kitchener, Harris, 
Some people say so Morrison. When you put it like that, yeah. I'd say Morrison. I'd say people. Morrison. Yeah, well, there we go. But yeah, says a lot. You're a northerner. He, he, go on, go on. Yeah. Next week, the other, the other week was about... This goes a little bit. Don't mean I'm fucking the plumb down here. Hang on, mate. One sec, one sec. Go on, Clarky. Yeah, that, that tweet that went out and then he wrote on there about you can mm. give me abuse for 90 minutes but clap at the end. You know what? I was one of the fans that stood up at, at Block 18 on the rail on, on the rail and called him the biggest cunt going proper and he did not <laughs> like it. But then you, no, had, you had fans clapping him, all right? Some some fans have different views, but don't come to the fucking den and do and when you score, do that and expect to be clapped at the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Stephen, what are you going to say, fella? Hello, Mick, you right? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Uh, as so you... Did, um, you upset the wedding today by listening to the game and then halfway through <laughs> screaming. Well, I, I had a little bit of a stream going and a signal kept dropping in and out. And um, I was at the wedding with my dad and I was another Millwall fan. And when when it come up, obviously, that Bury had scored, yes, I did interrupt. Bury, to be fair, scored twice. The first one, I don't know why we were, why it was disallowed. But yeah, it was, the first one was disallowed. Can I just ask, did anyone, did anyone notice that offside? Because I, from what I see, it was nowhere near a fucking side. No, I don't think it was offside either. We'll have to wait the, for the highlights later, but it didn't look offside. The the business that obviously, as I say, I was there so I don't really know but I've seen what's happened with Jed Wallace Jed Wallace is not a legend yeah. I won't have the Tim Cale and and Neil yeah. Harris or players like they might they're obviously in my era but um, I think I think with where Jed's concerned um personally I think um if that's the way that he wants to play it so be it he's undone a lot of the hard work that He'd he'd obviously he'd built a lot a good reputation with Millwall supporters over the last few years, like whilst he was playing for us, and I think the way that he's gone about it is poor. But to be honest with you, it's not about Jed Wallace; it's about us being in the top six. And and if he wants to go and enjoy his money at West Brom, so be it. We'll enjoy being in the top six tonight, and he can enjoy being in the bottom three. There we go, Tom. Go on, then, fella. Go on. What, what are you going like, to say, it's fella? Like a, it's like I say that. That uh, tweet I've seen that with him holding money bags. <laughs> yeah, that's the big one. I think he, I think he embarrassed himself. I mean, look, you know, if you want to come on, this show's open to um, anyone and everyone. Um, all you need to do is press the request to speak button, and I will get you on air literally as soon as possible. You can have your opinion, have your view. Um, one of the standout questions, obviously, today is. Um, is is, is, Jed Ledge, is, is Jed Wallace a legend in your eyes? Because he's definitely only mine. Personally, I think what he's done today is made himself a class A cunt. Um, yeah, he's basically. just literally, um, what he's done today is damaged himself with all the community work and everything else he's done. And and I just think really, I would, I, I would have personally, I personally, Tom, I, I would have expected him to be above all that bullshit. But yeah. I tell you what, if he'd have picked the ball up out of the back of the net and then run it back to the centre circle and just stood there, I'd appreciate. I I would have thought, do you know what, good boy. Yeah, Alex, hello mate, go on, come in. Tom, I put yourself on mute, fella, for us. Evening, mate. You're right. Um, yes, I'm mate. Yes, train, mate. So my signal may drop in and out. Um, That's all right. I'll bring you back in if it does. Don't panic. How are you? Mate? I mean, I didn't know it was going to go that quick, though. Yes, mate. All good. <laughs> all good, mate. Getting ready. I'll go on holiday in two days, mate. So I'm all good, mate. Hence why this started late. Needed to pick up a couple of bits. So yeah, go on. What? What? Yeah. You? You were there. What was the? What was the post-match reaction like? And uh, and what was your views on? Uh, fuck it. Let's just call it Jed the Judas cunt. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, um, Gary, very happy post-match, obviously. Um, I think the only real downside is um, is about Hutch. Hutch, um, yeah. He went off injured. Um, I mean, the main takeaway from that is that they don't actually know what the problem is. Uh, I think he's due to have a scan, so we'll know more about it once the scan results come back. Um, but I felt when Charlie Creswell come on, uh, in place of him, he done fairly well. I mean, he didn't have an awful lot to do, but I do think what he did, he did it well. Um, 
performance-wise, I think it was brilliant. I really, really do. I think Mill really took the game to Wetherham, you know, inside the first 15 seconds. It was a shot. Um, disappointing uh, with Jeb Wallace, I've got to be honest. Um, I'm like you. I didn't expect him to do what he did. Um, but look, he... And it worked against him, and it worked against West Brom. Yeah, I, I, uh, it rolled the crowd up. Yeah, I think I think what he wanted to do, what he tried to do, was take take the attention onto him potentially rather than anything else. And yet, what he did was not only did he take the attention onto him, he took the attention onto the whole team. And you know, when when the fan base unites in situations like that, and he would have known that's what they do because he's been on. You know, he's been on the other side of that plenty of times. And I don't give a shit who you are. You could be Man City, mate, and you're gonna come you're gonna come unstuck in the den when, you know, all three sides are fucking against you and every time you go near it you're getting dog shit abuse, whoever you are. Um and that's it. I mean, even even that um that fella who went down with a cut eye when Jake fucking done him around the eye. I mean, he was whinging like a girl. Do you know what I mean? It was just they, they, I think they thought when they scored the first goal, they, they had us against the wall. And that's what I think Jed is. Jed thought, yeah, we've got this, we'll get more. But he just didn't expect us to fucking rise and we, we come back solid. I think it's the first time, is it one of the first times this season that we come back from behind and hit home? Uh, second time. Yeah. Uh, first time was Coventry. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think, I think you're right in terms of why he did what he did. Um, but it it really didn't work because it got the crowd more riled up um, and it just didn't work. You know, he was booed ferociously every time he touched the ball um, yeah. after that. Um, I'm not sure quite. I mean, I expected some boos and everything for him. I don't know what happened at the start of the game. Um, he ran up and fucking... I don't know, he, he ran up and no, fucking... He done Malone. Clarky, go on, fella. Yeah, he, ran, he literally the, the 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 ref blew the whistle and he ran straight into fucking Malone and clattered him like for no fucking reason. Just don't know what he uh, what he thought. Yeah, yeah I mean, I saw something go on and I was wondering what that was about. I think they had words halfway through that game a couple of times. I see them both near each other and they and they were talking and I think at one point also I see when Tyler come on. I think Jed tried to tried to do something to him and he pushed his hand away. So he tried rattling a few players through that through that game. I tell you, I tell you what I did like, right? Is that I don't know if it was uh, if it was something what Gary said. You know, look, fuck Jed, we're just going to do because the rumours are that Jed and and Gary never got on anyway. They, that was one of the main reasons why potentially he left because he didn't he didn't agree with Gary's style of football and just didn't like playing under Gary. But all the players when they were taking the West Brom out or they went down when the West Brom player come over to pick them up. They just basically brushed them off and, and didn't fucking, didn't let them help them up or anything. It seemed as if it was a real old-fashioned um, combative game for a change rather than, you know, modern-day football where, you know, people go down. It seemed as if, you know, there was there was physicality, elbows and, you know, hands stretched out and everything else. It was a, it was a highly physical game today. Yeah, it was. Um, it was very, very physical. Um, and apart from the challenge on the suspected foul on Malone for the equaliser, I mean, it's, it's it's never a foul. I mean, I'm sitting right near it. You know, you get great view from yeah. the press box on it. And it's, it's never a foul. Uh, absolutely. It's never a foul in a million years. Um, but sometimes you need that bit of luck in a physical game. Um, if you go back to Jeff, I think he did have a few spats with Vogel Samer as well. Um, he's a big cunt, he is, isn't he? He didn't look he didn't look happy today, did he? With a few of their players when they were clattering into him. When one of them brought him down and stamped on his head, he, yeah, he fucking wasn't jumped straight <laughs> up, mate. I thought he was going to rip that cunt's head off. Yeah, he wasn't very happy at all today. Um, but I'll t- tell you one thing: he must have some powerful kick. Um, yeah, yeah, he broke that kid's leg, didn't he? Yeah, because uh, yeah, because that guy's leg was broken on Wednesday night. So yeah, I mean, he's yeah. got some powerful gig on him. 
No, that's it. One sec, Alex. If you want to join in and get involved, this is your show. It is um, the live Millwall fan show. All you need to do, you need to be listening on a mobile phone. That's Twitter's rules, not ours, for you to be able to talk on the show. And then bottom left-hand corner, there is a button which says request. Touch that button and that will get you on to the show. Um, and again, as you've noticed with Clarky, you can pretty much say whatever you want. Any bad language is fine. The only rule we have is don't slander anyone unless you've got evidence to pack it up because if they come after me, they're coming straight after you. Um, so, yeah, we'll we're, we're go from there. Ollie, what you got to say, fella? Ollie, come on, mate. What are you going to say? Um, I've got a statistic for you, mate. Um, Jed, what? If it's only one, I'm going to jed. I'm going to jed you off now. What's that? Have you? You've got to have more than one. Well, have more you than... can't say I've got a statistic. You've got to have more than one. Okay. Ollie. Come All on. Right. You know All the right. rules. All right. All right. Well, first one, Jed Wallace. Of all the players who played 90 minutes, had the least touches of the ball. Yeah, it's only because he fucking most of the time he was getting that. abused. No, I wouldn't either, to be honest. Yeah. And your second stat, Ollie? Um, oh, hold on, I'm trying to find one. <laughs> you made it difficult for me now. No. That's all right, don't worry. Come back in a yeah. set. Alex, yeah, I'm quite shocked with that. I would have thought we had quite a bit of. Um, quite a bit of the, the ball tonight today, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit shocked um, because, to be fair, I mean, he was at the heart of everything they did going forward, um, which wasn't an awful lot, in all fairness. I mean, I, I don't actually think George Dombin made a save to make. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember him making a save. Well, I do. Minutes. I do. I do um, remember him making a save when, um, when Jed was one-on-one. And, oh, of course, yeah. And yeah. he just basically yeah, fucking charged him out. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. That, that was probably That's the, the only save. real real save um, about it. I mean, what's your standout your standout point for it, apart from Bury's goal, I suppose, because that's going to do his confidence a world of good. Score two, OK, one disallowed. The disallowed goal, Alex, do you think it was offside? I've not actually seen it back. Um, right. But from what, I, from what I saw at the time... I didn't think it was, but then again, from where I sit and sit, you don't get the greatest of view. Um, yeah. Unless but, it's right in front of you. Yeah, but I've got to be honest, it was a great passage of play um, mm. and a great finish from Tyler. Um, and, you know, and I think that's why he gets the second goal because the keeper is going the wrong way. He's thinking he's going to curl it over to that far corner, which yeah. he then goes for the near one in the end. So I think that's what's that is what's done the keeper in the end because he should never concede that goal. Uh, no, no, no. Absolutely never it. concede that goal So, No, that's it. Right, one second. Big Muzz. Big Muzz 77. You're live, fella. Off you go. Evening, Mickey. Evening, Alex. Um, this is not the first time Evening. I've obviously been um, listening on the show. Sasha, you're doing good things, as always. Hope you're both well, by the way. Um, no, we're all good, mate. We're all good. Really? Very good. I reckon. I recognise that voice. <laughs> I think you do recognise the voice from somewhere, as a such. Um, I've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you are now. Been observing things. Yeah. Um, brilliant, brilliant, gritted second half performance is just why we've obviously won the game. We've kept a clean sheet. Simple as that. Um, it's no wonder the system's obviously changed. And it's not a system that I felt that Gary Wright has used before. He's used it at previous clubs, had used it at points uh, sporadically last season and didn't work effectively because of the person that we got now. But you look at the impact of the players off the bench today, even though, unfortunately, Hutchinson came off. Bury deserved his goal today. Um, kept being positive. Mason Bennett, even in that 10 position when he was on there for about 10-15 minutes made a real impact uh, Benneke Fove with his hold up playing like it's it's a, it's ridiculous the amount of depth and quality he got in the squad and as like everybody else has mentioned as I would assume Billy Mitchell the geezer is going to go on and have a top top career without any shadow of a doubt and it does not surprise me how well he played alongside Jamie Shackleton it made Jamie Shackleton's job so much more easier how well Billy Mitchell played such a first and um, 
fair, fair play to the manager because he had pressure being put on him. I quietly backed him because I knew the fact that he was eventually see his error of his ways. And look at us now, fifth in the league, Mickey. We we can't we can't look anywhere else but up the table now, which is um, is brilliant. Even if I go back to the start of September, now it's two defeats in nine now. So we're getting ourselves back into um, a position where we should be involved in the conversation. So I dare not say that word of playoffs, but. There are very much two thirds of the season coming up, so long as they continue. No, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I definitely know who you are. Me and you used to have a, quite a bit of contact when I was fan on the board, didn't we? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take. Yeah, I'll take that. As a yes. Yeah, no dramas there. No dramas there. Um, Daz, Daz, you were going to come in, but you're not there no more. God, um, Ollie, you got us a second statistic. Just mute yourself, Buzz, um, and then you can come back in and I can see your mute come off, and then I know no, that you want to come back in. So you just mute yourself for now. No worries, fella. Same with you, Alex. Yes, Go on, Ollie. Good to see you, mate. Um, so my second statistic is um, Billy Mitchell had the most tackles won, and I believe, I believe um, he also had an eighty-four percent accurate passes. Um, as well, that's not bad going, is it? That's not good, bad going, yeah. Darren. You back then, fella. What you got to say? Hello, mate. You're right, bruv. Yes, mate. I'm all good. I'm all good. Coming in, getting welcome to the uh, the slag jet off um, <laughs> show. No, to be fair, yeah. it's not. we haven't had many, I suppose, but yeah, go on. No, well, um, it's got to be said, really, Mick, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, he is. <laughs> I was sitting next to um, a young fella that I sit next to every week and his knowledge of football is amazing he's only about 14 or something he'll, he'll give you Ollie he'll give you a run with stats mate don't worry off the top of his head you know what I mean but um, I, f- I found speaking before the game he was like listen if he's going to be decent I reckon we're going to give him a round of applause at the end of the game you know what I mean yeah. but after that celebration for an assist right in front of us all I just thought right He's just going to be a cunt now, isn't he? You know? And he was. I, I agree. He was. I mean, interesting thing. For those of you who are listening, um, there's quite a few of you on there. I mean, is there anybody listening who wants to come on who actually applauded Jed at the end and thought that, you know, fair play to him and, you know, maybe thinks he's a legend? I don't know. Well, um, I think he had a bit of audacity to go round at the end of the game and try and get a round of applause, you know? It's just like, nah, sorry, mate. Not after the way you've conducted yourself, you know? It was... I found it very... Disappointing is the word for me, Mick. You know what I mean? Was, no, I totally agree with you. Alex, was there anything said at the press conference about Jed or not? No, no, it wasn't mentioned. Um, other than the fact Gary mentioned him like being part of their front three and... That it was good to see him, that type of thing. But he he was more focused on our players rather than them. Um, what I will say about Jed is he did get, you know, he got a he got a warmish reception as he left. You know, he he did go over to the Dockers stand. He got and he applauded the fans there. He did get a bit of applause back, um, as he did when he came towards the tunnel. Uh, he got applauded as well. So. He got but cheered think, when he got off the coach, I heard. Well, I, I don't know. I didn't see. Um, mm. But he got what he asked for. He asked for dog's abuse for 90 minutes mm. and and a little clap at the end. And he did get a little clap at the end. Um, yeah, he should have got a little clap around his fucking head, to be fair. But hey-ho, it is what it is. <laughs> um, well, Mick, can I, ju- can I just ask? Sorry. Sorry, Alex. Go on, then. Uh, yeah, going back to the, the Bury offside... I didn't see it. I'm I'm where you are, Alex. Like by the uh, press, so yeah, I weren't literally like on the line. I couldn't see nothing. Everyone I was asking was, as far as I know, it weren't. But I was so glad he got that second one because he deserved that first one. You know? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I thought he was very good. Um, as soon as he came on, I thought he was really good. Um, and it, he's a brilliant, brilliant asset to have. Off the bench, yeah. I again, I'm not too sure about him in starting games. I don't know yet whether he's 
he's got to that period where he can influence games properly from the start. But as an impact sub, he, he's absolutely brilliant. And you saw that today. I thought he was really, really good when he came on. Yeah, um, totally agree. And especially against their their back three, back three, back five, that had defended well for long periods of time. And they did get tired. And that's what contributed. You know, like I know they went down to 10 men, but he deserved the goal for his work rate. I thought his work rate was fantastic. Can I just say about Mason Bennett as well, when he came off the bench, fucking hell, what he played so fucking well and he created that goal as part of that goal as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah him and the phobie as well. As soon as they come on with uh, Bury as well, like the game just changed, didn't it? You know, absolutely. Um, look, I think you've got to look at it as well and think, hold on a minute, we're now in fifth place in the league. It's been, it's been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks, and this league is ridiculous. I think Sunderland in or Watford in 15th are six points behind us on 26 points. It is ridiculous how tight this league is. And it's not it's not easy to win three games in in a week where he, he's not actually made much changes to the team either. Let's be honest. He's made, what, three changes, four changes this week, I think. Might even be three changes. Uh, I'll tell you what as well. Sorry, and then, sorry, two were enforced. And one he's he simply just made. I mean, hang on one set, Darren, one set. Because you come on, yeah, we're fifth. We're obviously four points off top. Um, and in that, Blackburn are obviously a game ahead of us. They've, they've played one more than us. Um, and then you go down to the bottom of the table. And, and now, for instance, West Brom are 12 points different on us. Um, Mickey. I, I was going to say, just, just coming on that point, I'm, I'm, I'm going to shoot off in a minute because I'm going to go and enjoy a few more beers at this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to say, just on that subject alone, that it come out in the week that Gary Rowett um, had been, it was three years since he'd, uh, he'd taken Joined. the job. And I think... Stephen, you've moved, mate, and we can't hear you now. <laughs> can't hear you. Go, go on, Alex. Do you want to finish his point there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like look. COVID or oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. Go on, then, Stephen. Oh. We missed all of that, mate. Carry on again. Sorry, we, sorry, we my single. Yeah, Rowett's been here three years, and then you cut off. So he's been here for three years. He's had it. I think he's had it hard done by with COVID and injuries and whatnot. If he stays with us this year, the league's crazy, as Alex said. It really is crazy. But I really think we can have a really good chance under him. We've got this. This is our time. For me, this is our, this really is our time. It's the best squad we've got. Stick with Rowett. He's finally learned his lesson about the five at the back. Stick with him. And I, I, this is this is our best opportunity for me. I mean, we posted... Yeah, no, I agree. We posted something the other day. What was, you know, last year, Blackburn were like... This time were something like 14 points clear of the league. And now you're talking that top of the league is only, you know, four points away from where we are. I mean, let's be honest, Alex. Um, four weeks ago... We would have fucking we would have sold our soul we would have sold our soul to be here now, wouldn't we? Oh absolutely. Um absolutely. If I know what the mood was like after the Blackburn game. You know, after the goals that were conceded in that game, the mood was really, really glum, really down. Um but no look, I think since then you've got to give the manager credit for changing the team, for making that decision and say, look, we need to play with a four. Um, albeit yeah, he could have done it earlier, but he's done that now. And you look at the success that's come since then. Um, yeah. And again, it all comes down. Now, people have laughed at me when I've said this before, but I think it comes down to that pairing of Sean Hutchinson and Jake Cooper. You know, the captain, the vice captain, they are one of the best central defensive partnerships in the championship. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. And, and it's been that way for years. They've always been very, very good. I think if you go back to uh, the first season we came up, when Cooper came in after Webster's injury, right? And he couldn't get back into the team just because of how solid them two were together. Yeah. And I really do think when, when Hutch is out of the team, 
that is when Coops suffers. And that's when, as a team, I think I don't think we we look quite as sure at the back um, when he's not in the team. No, I totally agree with you. I see you there, Kai Benny, from um, Lurking Fella. Go on, Clark. Yeah, hey, Lurking from Vegas, eh? That's it, isn't it? Clark, you got something you want to say, fella? Yeah, no, I just basically said I think Alex was right. You know, with, with when Hutch was out, at the, like, Coop looks lost since he's been back in. He's he's like the player that I remember him when he when he was on form a few seasons ago. So with them two in in the team starting, it, it, it's it's a good it's a good side. But obviously, hopefully, fingers crossed that whatever injury Hutchinson picked up today isn't that bad, and he ain't out for that long. Because well, he did he did flag up that it was a ham, and then long flag to the um to the bench that. You know his his hand was playing up, and then obviously he come off. But I don't know. I think, hopefully the fact I think that he came off week. as a precaution. Yeah, I think it's more oh, he came I off as so. a precaution. Um, because yeah, I think Leonard you're right there, bro. His, I think when Leonard done his hamstring, because um, he said he could have carried on, um, and Hutch said he could have carried on, but when they had Leonard's hamstring injury assessed. It, it, you know, it, it turned out to be a really bad one. So I think that is why, um, why Gary took him off. It's all gone quiet, boys. <laughs> it has gone quiet. I'm not quite sure where he's gone, but I'll take over for now. Um, Kai, mate, do you want to go ahead and see if you've got anything to say? Or Kai's on listening duty. Oh, we don't want to speak. Right, Clarky, I'll come back to you. Um, He's having too good a time. He is having too good a time, mate. <laughs> um, Alex, one set, one set. If you want to join in, um, we've got a little bit left of the show. If you want to join <laughs> in, it's easy to do. Bottom left-hand corner, you have a request button. Press that button. We will get you straight on air, and um, and we can go from there. Alex, um, Kai Bennett, the lurker, is ready to speak. Oh, way. Go on, Kai. What have you got to say, mate? How's Vegas, personally? Yeah, it's all good, mate. It's all good. Just on the way to LA now. So, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully that'll be good too. But a great win today. So, it makes it easy. It makes it all the better, doesn't it, when you win? Um, so, yeah. Happy with that. Tyler Bury deserved, uh, deserved a goal. Good goal from Callum Styles. Happy for him to get off the mark. And, um, yeah, it's good to... It's good to win that one, especially after Jed had a little go at one of the middle fans up as well. So, how have you been following the games from... Uh... From Vegas, have you been having fun following them? Yeah, no, definitely. Because, and also, hold on a minute. And what I will say, you ain't been here, and we've won every game. I think there's a problem there, Mickey, don't you? Yeah, I, I, I weren't going to say anything either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> welcome back now, mate. I've already, I've already <laughs> answered this question on Twitter, haven't I, Alex? I said this must be down to Alex Jones not having any McDonald's before games. Well, do you know? I can actually tell you a little secret, right? Right. The McDonald's curse is actually broken. What did he have Exclusive. One? Because I went to McDonald's before Bristol City. Yeah, but I think it's just Alex's curse. hey ho, we came away with the win. So, there you go. Yeah, fair I think enough. the curse is broken regarding McDonald's. Potentially, then. Potentially. Can I just reach on there? The superstition between you journalists is <laughs> crazy. You're, you're nearly as bad as football players with your superstitions. Well, do you know, right? I, uh, I think the... At the start of this winning run, uh, I've worn a Jim King tracksuit for every... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Game that we've won. 
So, and I wore Jim King again today and we've won again. So, sure maybe, I mean. so maybe I just need to keep wearing Jim King and then we might keep winning. I mean, because we'll find out at Huddersfield next week. When I'm up there, we'll find out. Do you know what, what you've done there, Alex, is that if we lose at Huddersfield, you're just going to get yourself lynched. People are going to rip your tracksuit off and burn it. Oh, of course they will. You know, because I'll turn oh, up not wearing you. a Jim King tracksuit, so we'll end up not winning because I didn't no, wear the tracksuit. No, that's it. So, Kai, you're away, so you're missing out on the Lionesses on a winning streak too, then, fella. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I, I, unfortunately, it's a, I'm, good, def, I'm a bit upset with that, to be fair. It's FA Cup game um, tomorrow at St Paul's. If you can get down there, get down there, support the girls there. Uh, one more round, they win this yeah. one, they go through to uh, first round proper. So get down there if you can. They do really well. They do get really, down and support really well. The Lionesses. Definitely. Yes, it's, it's, they still do specials, don't they, for season ticket holders and all that lot as well, don't they? I think it's free to go to St Paul's, actually. I think it's free. Oh, is it? What were your season yeah. ticket? Yeah, I think it's just free entry. Am I right, Kai? He's gone. He's no, gone, he's uh, but yeah. Um, go on, you sure. continue I'm with your question, Mick, the clerk, mate. Mick, can I ask one question? Yeah, you can do, Tom. Go on. Right. Um, if we get in the Premiership, I'm saying if. Okay. How do you think? How does everybody think we'll do? Can I answer this? I'll stay up on the last day of the season. You reckon, Alex? I think we'll cause absolute carnage. We'll take, well, we'll take their premium. We'll take their um, parachute payments. <laughs> we'll absolutely set the FA and the Premiership upside down. <laughs> they will have nothing but panic stations and PR specialists, um, increased increased PR specialists and crisis <laughs> management teams and everything else. And yeah, it'll it'll be carnage. Um, oh yeah. But, well, but, on a serious note, Mick, how how does everything? How does everybody think we will do? Um, I think we'll be... I think, you know, look, if we're there one season, take the money and we come back in the championship, hey-ho. Um, I don't want Millwall necessarily in the premiership going regular because the problem is, is that I don't want it... I don't want... I don't want what's happened to a lot of the other clubs who've been in the premiership for years. And as much as they're our rivals and they're absolute vermin cunts, look at West Ham since they've been in the Prem. They are sanitised. I have no idea who you're talking about. Exactly. But they're they're too Bob. They're, you know, they're happy, clappy, turning into Charlton-style premiership fan base. And, you know, their soul has been ripped out of them um, for money. And they all started when they moved to that stage. Yeah. And I wouldn't want that to happen to Millwall. I I don't think that will happen to Millwall um, in the next 20 years. Just purely because our fan base is so against it, uh, yeah. So I can't see. Yeah, that there's happening. a lot of there's a lot of there's there's certain bots in here who know exactly what I say by this thing, but there is a, yeah, a, an awful lot uh, of new. There, there's an awful lot of new Millwall fans um, yeah. where we are. I mean, you go back as little as five years, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, it, it is what it is, and it's money for the club and all that. But I would say that. You know, um, five years ago, you wouldn't have seen half as many um, colours in the stadium as you do now, and um, you just you just wouldn't. And, and you know, the people will obviously do it. So it's a completely different generation of people. And you know, whether or not I'm not glorifying the hooligan element of the Millwall fan base, but they've stopped a hell of a lot of um, scarfers, shall we say of getting the red kicked in over the years. And I think that our history is based around them and I think we can't ever forget them. But I think it's, um, I, I, I think slowly but surely through whatever avenues you want to look at, Millwall is slowly but surely getting sanitised and we will fight as hard as we can to stop it. But one day, maybe you're right, Ollie, 20 years time, 30 years time. I mean, 30 years time, I'll be nearly 80. So um, I doubt I'll be doing a pod every week and I doubt if I'll have any real influence um, around most of the most of the the old boys and the the boys with the history. um, The past generations of Millwall history will be forgotten. I mean, most of like you, Ollie, you know, you, Alex, Kai, um, Omar 
etc. Their memories with Millwall start probably for about nineties onwards. When mm-hmm. I mean, I just looked through this list. Uh, you know, there's Nick, there's Loyal Wall, and all that who, who remember the, you know, the seventies um, and bits and pieces around that. So, you know, unfortunately, a lot of our history is slowly but surely going with the new generations coming, but. Yeah, just we keep it as live. Keep it alive as long as we can. But yeah, I mean, Alex, what's your views on the Prem then? Yeah, look, I think I would love to see it. I'd love to see us there one year for the chairman because the amount of money that he's put in and the and the dedication he's got to the football club, and I think that would be fantastic for him. Um, Definitely I, pay for the new training ground if we got in there. <laughs> exactly that it would, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, no, I, I'd love to see it, um, but you then look at you look at the Premier League, you look at the clubs there, you look at the atmosphere in some of the grounds. You know, other than Palace, Brentford, it ain't that good. That's yeah, but also, you, also you got to look at look at the moment we get fucked over by Sky occasionally. In the Prem, mm-hmm. you'll be fucked over by Sky. Yeah. Nearly every week. I mean, look. The at danger of getting a two o'clock kickoff on on a Saturday is very unlikely. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. with us. We'll have Friday nights and Monday nights. Yeah, Friday mm-hmm. night, Monday night, Sunday four o'clock. Um, yeah. No, you you wouldn't get the same thing you get in the championship now, and it would stop fans going. Yeah, no, um, I agree with you on that, and mm. and it would because I think you even saw on. On Wednesday night, the game was on Sky. Yeah. Right? Most people stayed at home and watched it on Sky. Yep. So, you know, and then, Mm -hmm. yes, the club would get so much from TV revenue and it would get so much from things like that. And, but for that, for that one season, all right, it might be worth it for that one season, but I don't think as a, as a football club and as, the type of football club we are, we wouldn't be able to to stay there. I don't, and and I think you're right about the sanitising thing. It, that that's how it will become. You know, yeah, no, yeah. If you look at the moment, coming to Millwall still has a fear factor. You know, all yeah. you have to do is all you got to do is look at our home record over yeah. the last two seasons. It's it's incredible, and that that I think would be watered down if we got to the Premier League. Yes, we'd still give teams a a a fair scare. You know, I'd love to see Erling Haaland down the den. Um, yes, me and you both. Up against Jake Cooper uh, yeah. his, and getting his nut done. But yeah, um, <laughs> in terms of how it goes and how it would sustain, I don't know. No, that's it. That's it. Um, big mugs, go on. What are you going to say, fella? Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Mickey, I was just going to pretty much uh, mention that Alex's answer was pretty much around the uh, lines of what I was just going to mention. I'll just take one season in the Premier League, go back to the Championship, start where the football club is stabilised mid to long term for the sake of the chairman. Um, it's not going to be long when, obviously, there's this potentialness with the planning permission going ahead with Seven Oaks Council and the new training ground. Uh, that obviously pays it off. Um, no, I think I'll take one season, hopefully beat West Ham, get, have an unbeaten <laughs> record against the uh, against the London clubs if we can, and um, just go down fighting, really, as a sauce. And to be honest, I think the Premier League wouldn't suit Millwall anyone. And I don't think the Premier League would need Millwall as much as English football needs some sort of um, some sort of an upset in the apple cart in terms of yeah, but the money would be nice. I want it. Of course, of course. Uh, like, as I mentioned, the chairman has put in so much of his money for the past decade or so since he took over. Um, he deserves it on the basis of his loyalty and pretty much through just that and that alone. Um, yeah, no, no, but as I, I reiterate, it's a long old season. We can't, and, and I know this haven't been at Mill long enough now, Obviously, I'm not like some of the generations that's been there as a kid because I went to my first football match. We can't get too ahead of ourselves. It's very easy that we're such a bipolar sort of football club. One minute, we're slagging off the team. The next minute, we're all being positive. We're all getting behind the press. We've just got to keep doing what we're doing. As long as we focus on ourselves, don't let any 
outside interference get involved in what we're doing right at the moment because what we're doing right is that we're performing at the best of our abilities. The fans are, as of today, obviously I wasn't there because I was, as, um, I'm probably watching a lot more non-Millwall games as such, just from my own perspective of things. But for me as a fan of the football club, seeing them do well makes us all, makes us all feel part of, part of what something uh, is good going on at the moment. So, as I said, long may it continue. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Clarky, what you got? What's your views on um, on what Tomo said about you know can we dream yet? And what would you want in the Premiership? Would you would you want a would you want a continuous possibly staying in there for a few seasons, or are you happy with one and take the money, enjoy the season because we'll probably be banned after that one? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I've, always, I've always been. A, been a bit mixed with with the prem with us being in the prem. Uh, we're we're getting the prem and fuck shit up. We're right? <laughs> team, people, team, teams wouldn't know what to do, you know, with with, with the, not just the team but the fan base as well. But like it, it's it's an art. It's a weird one because, like you say, it, now we've we've teams like fucking wet spam. They're they're just they they're getting a completely different fucking face now and it's i don't want to be like that I'd like i see i see someone tweet the other week when when they're a europa league game with all that fucking with all the the lights going and the music and all that i don't want none of that shit do you know what i mean yeah. and, and i can see us right, possibly go, going that way and I, 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 that's not us do you know what i mean we, we'd lose our identity completely so for me, yeah, getting up in the Premiership would be lovely. We'll fuck shit up, but we'll go straight back down again where we belong in that Championship. I think. Yeah, no, I think I think we I think we we deserve to be an accomplished Championship team side rather than um, you know. And I mean, let's not get too ahead of, too ahead of ourselves. Really, you know, the we're not even at Christmas yet, and the only no. the only time when it matters to be in fifth place or higher is in May. Um, until that time, it don't matter where you are. Come the end of the season, that's where it's all about. But let's let's be honest. Look, five I games mean, unbeaten, it's a fucking I mean, lovely feeling, isn't it? Let's be truthful, mate. Not at the moment because this is a fucking World Cup in, in winter. So- yeah, but we're all right with that because we've only really we're only not playing one game because of the Sunderland rearrangement and the pre <laughs> and that pre-season or that that part season friendly. We're only literally not going to be playing for one game, so realistically, we're not we're not going to be sitting on our ass for weeks on end like some clubs. We're going to be able to come back into that with a week's break. So hey ho, we we should be um, yeah, we should be still fully fit and everything else. Um, Matt, go on, fella. Welcome to the show. New voice. Let's. Um, what you got to say? Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. I know you. You um, you played in the Wonderwall Cup oh. game. So yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I missed the day, but I managed to watch it online. I've got got the old man flu. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know what you lot discussed about the game. That's or, a killer. Um, That's a killer. Kills one in five. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, up up until the last five games, obviously. You know, a lot of the chat on here was row it out, but you know, I've got to say, I'll give credit where it's due. He's obviously either listened to the plays, he's listened to the fans, he's changed it, and we look so much better um, at the back. We look better down forward. There's good partnerships appearing on the pitch, um, and you know, as I say, I'll give him credit where it's due, um, and. The other point about going in the Premiership, yeah, let's go up and fuck it up for a year, and <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see Gary Lineker on Match of the Day after talking about us on Match of the Day, and let's go and fuck shit up. That's that's. Do you know what? Thank you very it's, much. I'll tell you now. I'll tell you what. Right, if we ever do get into the Premiership. Right, the f- like the first podcast we do if we get into the Premiership is going to be Millwall. Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Mill Millwall. Whoever we played the first result and whatever the score, the show is going to. I think the show needs to be called "Let's Go Fuck It Up." So yeah, that, that's, that's the show title there. That's the show title there, sort of, mate. You and Clark, so um, so yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I think it's probably the guy who sits behind Gary, who Gary mentioned the other day, who's been constantly on at him to play attacking and play the back four and etc. And he's listened. Um, I don't know whether or not it's it's Gary's doing or if it's a, you know the players doing or whoever's doing it is, but there's definitely we look more united as a team though, don't we, mate? Yeah, I mean, I went on Wednesday and the players just looked happier. They looked more comfortable. You know, with that back five, I felt that we just invited pressure on us having the three at the back. But Cooper, Cooper's the player that we know at the yeah. back it, with with a partner, two centre-backs, two full-backs. They look so much more solid. And like I've done a... Um, a post on the uh, Millwall group on Facebook, you know, and as, you, you know, and he made he made a brave decision by dropping Bart as well, um, by putting Long in, and you know for that first goal, that that kick by Long straight up up the top, I mean, um, was fantastic for the first goal, but I just think like Savile and Mitchell in the middle look good. You've got a partnership developing up the right, up the left. The three, three up top, whatever three it is, and this is the other good thing: you've got players that can come into the team like today when Savile was injured, that can step in and do the job. You know, right, if it was me and Savile was fit, he'll go straight back in. But you've got hundreds. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Savile's injured. I think he's just ill today. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, so he's, he's unwell, oh, apparently, true. mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got um, the man flu like me then. That still, came out the. Still told Rowlett that he wanted to play, and Rowlett told him no. Yes, yeah, exactly that. They, that is exactly what Gary said in the press conference. Actually, I forgot to mention that. Oh, right. I, I say I missed the beginning of the show, so I didn't hear. Uh, That's right. Probably a discussion about how the game it, went today. Yeah, don't worry, Alex missed that part off the show as well. So yeah, until just now. <laughs> so um, so yeah, just remember this is out as a podcast tomorrow, everyone. So yeah, so mate, you can. You can you can share the link on the Facebook group. And, yeah, of course, uh, and mate. Hear, yeah, and they can hear your views then, uh, uh, rather than you having to type them and everything else. But yeah. Alex, we've got about ten minutes left or so, mate, before we go. I mean, any other topics that you want to get into while we're here? We've we've quite a few speakers on who, who can possibly come in and give you uh, an answer to it. Um, and again, it's not too late if anyone else is on there. Um, please do just um, get involved. All you need to do is press your request button and it's and you've seen how quick and simple it is. We'll hit you straight to air um, and go from there. So go on, Alex. Yeah, look, I think the main topic that I've got now is how many now are going to come to Huddersfield? Because you, it, it's clear how much the support helps, right? You've seen that today. You saw it at Bristol City. Yeah, big numbers come to Bristol City. Our big numbers going to come to Huddersfield. You know, if we can keep that big numbers going, this the support helps so much. You know, it. I know I the the game I went to at Bristol was the first away one I've done this season, but there was a big away following there, right? And it drew it drew people. It spurred the team on, especially when when they equalised. You know, it spurred them on, and it really helps. You know, is has now recent results encouraged more people to say, right, let's go to these away games? I think you might be right there, mate. Um, I, I, I think you're probably right. Can I go on, Oli. Um, I don't think Huddersfield would be the one to judge it because of the away form currently. Um, I still don't think many people, although we're five on the, five on the bounce, are going to turn up in masses. Um, there will be an increase, don't get me wrong, because um, Huddersfield are not doing too well at the minute and we're five on the bounce. But I don't think there's going to be a massive increase. I think if, to be fair, the, the away form, we've had a we've had a shit away form so far. Um, we've played some awful teams, like, like some good teams, but like, yeah, it's been awful results-wise. Um, played all the big teams. So, hopefully... Hardestville can kind of kickstart an away form that can push us on. Yeah, I, I mean, right there. I'm really intrigued now because the games have got between now and the World Cup, 
right? Between that time, we've got, I would say, very nice-looking fixtures. I know you can say this, that, the other thing, but it's teams around us or below us. Uh, and I know nearly, uh, you know, I can say now that there's 19 teams below us. Um, um, so, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. But having those teams in and around you to play and to then possibly end the World Cup in the playoff places or go to the World or have the break for the World Cup and be in the top six at that period, the question then is, can it be sustained? And I do think if we keep the support going, we keep everyone going to these games. And look, I know it's not cheap, right? I know that myself from uh, from buying train tickets is not it's not cheap to go up north. You know, particularly if you have to pay for your match ticket and everything as well, it's not cheap. But I think the way to cure the away form is building on it, is building on the win at Bristol City and and fans travelling. Um, I think that is the the main way of doing it. Free coaches. Yeah, possibly. Something like that. You know, the club put on free coach travel or something like that to incentivise people to go. You know, and I do think they need to do incentives like like they do at home games sometimes. Kent's can I make, can I make a, like a, a point about the coach situation? Yeah, go for it. Go so, for it. the coach, coaches that the club put on are coaches where you can't drink, you can't fucking shout, you can't talk loud, etc, etc. So if there was a fact, if, if us as a fan base put on our own coaches, that fans could go on there and have a drink, etc. Maybe that might entice more fans to go away. Obviously yeah. sticking to within yeah, the rules of do. the sticking to the rules of the law um, unfortunately all football coaches and that is only football coaches. Uh, if yep. you were going to a rugby game or a cricket game or a hockey game, you're allowed to drink on the coach. But because oh, wow. it's a football coach, unfortunately, the police and the uh, transport commissioner, um, you are not allowed to drink on football coaches anymore, um, yeah. Yeah. which is unfortunate. And obviously, um, we're not recommending you do. Um, no, nope, maybe brew. Maybe brew your own and put it in the seven-up bottle instead. Because there's <laughs> yeah, been a few times where, where I've looked at train tickets for away games. And like Alex said, they, they're not cheap. But they're also, they don't ever put them out until like a day or two before the game. So it's hard to try and find a train a train ticket up to, to wherever you've got to go. Like, yeah, enough, I'm, I'm going there are fields. some that are dangerous like that. Um, Avanti yeah. West Coast in particular are ones who don't reveal their advance tickets until maybe three or four days before the game. Um, so they are a bit of a dodgy one like that. Um, train line is normally your best bet, I've got to be honest. Um, I Funny if I haven't booked the train for this field yet, which I need to do. But um, yeah, it, it, they don't make it easy. And I, and I know this season has been difficult because of the rail strikes and stuff like that. And that's only going to get worse. But until something's done about that. But hey, that's a different topic. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't make it easier. And I do think rail, rail strikes are killing away days in some ways. No, I totally agree. I mean, um, to back to Clarky's question, I am looking at doing a pod. I'm, I'm <clears throat> slowly but getting the experts um, forming an expert panel um, of doing a show around the football regs because... They are so post-dated and um, draconian, they're unbelievable. But it does only affect football fans. I mean, within football, the rules around being drunk and disorderly, uh, if you're in a street or a nightclub, are completely different to if you're at football. For you to be arrested at football for being drunk, you only need to smell of alcohol and be unsteady on your feet. For instance, if you trip over your own shoelace in front of a copper that's enough for him to be able to arrest you for being drunk at football. And that potentially could get you a football banning order, same as they've changed the rules now around drugs and everything else, that that now can get you a football banning order. If you drink a pint in front of the pitch within a game, if you walk into the stadium and forget and walk in with a beer and sit down in your seat, potentially you can be banned for life from attending football. If you vape in your seat, 
you know, intentionally they could potentially ban you from football for, for life on that. The rules around it are very, very stupid. Um, and I have and to very, say very that is only English football rules as well. Yes. Um, I went to, I'm just going to say thinking because of the place it is, but I went to Holland yep. and you I went to a Den Haag game. Yep. And I yep. went to a Den Haag game. You can take your beer up to the, um, to the pitch and everything. The, the, the rules on, on English football are, are completely and utterly um, outdated, outmeasured, very draconian. Um, and they do need to change. Um, well, and they do there's a, to make life easier for football fans. Yeah, no, the copper, there's a copper in charge of the football unit called Mark Roberts, who's an absolute bellend. Um, and, you know, when the government and that were doing a consultation around the experts for bringing drinking back um, so you can drink in your seat like you do at rugby, he's one of his one of his conditions, what he thought would, would end up coming back, said that it's going to increase, it's going to increase excess drinking and it's going to, going to increase racism back in the stands. Funnily enough, when the government was talking about bringing back safe standing, um, one of these concerns again was that it would increase crowd violence and also it would increase racism within the within the terraces. Which you know anything what you want to bring back in, this fella um, just automatically goes for that, and it and it's. It's just ridiculous. But look, we're gonna we've got about four minutes left, Alex. Do you wanna go round the um speakers we got on board and get their predictions for next week and then we close it down, fella? Yes, right. So for all those I am up in Huddersfield next week. I'm sure some of you are also coming as well. I want predictions from the lot of you. Let's go let's go Clarky first. Yeah, I'll be at Huddersfield as well, mate. So um Keep an eye out for me. I'm a, I'm a short, fat ginger bloke with a, with a ginger beard, so it's not hard to not hard to spot. <laughs> I'll keep a lookout. Um, my predictions. So I made a prediction the other night. Um, again, uh, well, when when he'd done the podcast uh, after the Borough game, and I said about the Watford game being two three nil. Fucking wished I put a, a, a bet on there. So I'm gonna go for a similar scoreline against Huddersfield, two three nil. Okay, okay, mate. Matt, go on. Hello, mate. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I won't be there the weekend. I'm, uh, I'm in hospital on Friday for a small procedure. Um, Best wishes to you. Hope all goes well. Oh, I didn't. You don't yeah, need mate. to get your tits done, mate. <laughs> 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 they're, they're done already. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for uh, a two or three nil win as well. I think Huddersfield are in a bit of a bad, a bad run. So, hopefully, um, continue. A little one beat and run at the minute. Okie dokie, Ollie. Um, yeah, on the on the same consensus, two three nil. Um, I think I want to I want to be bold and predict the goal scorers as well. Oh, uh, Tom Bradshaw and Fleming getting the three goals. All right, so oh, you're going to be a rich man next week because you're going to put a tenner on that, and it's going to be something like five hundred to one or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Right, Thomas. Um, I'm going to go for three-one, like I normally do. Uh, and I'm going to go for Fleming two and Bradshaw one. Oh, you do. Thank you very much. And I'll be there, by the way. It's only down the road, so yeah. That is true. You will beat me there because I've got to get from. I don't know what way I'm going to go to get there. Funny enough, I don't know. But I'll figure you that out come from... the time. I've only got. To... I've only got to get from Harrogate, so I'm all right. You are all right. <laughs> um, right, mate. Uh, well, unfortunately, Alex, I'm not one to do predictions. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I had to say, I had to be somebody. There's got to be one, to... isn't there? There's always one, mate. There is always one. Daz, what's your prediction, fella? Go on. I reckon I'm going to go 2-1 conservatively to us. And I'm going to have... Sorry, mate. I'm going to have a phobie. I'm thinking he should start a phobie, you know. Yeah, there's an argument for that. Yeah, could see that. I'll I'll, I'll leave that with you. Yeah, All right. Alex, Alex, your prediction? I'm going to go for a 2-0 win. I do think we'll get it. 
I think um, I'm going to go for Fleming and Vogelsammer. I'm going to go 3 0 and I'm going to go Vogelsammer. Um, and yeah, no, I'm going to go. I don't, I'm not really going to make a prediction on the other two, but I'm going to go Vogelsammer to, to score one of those three. But I'm going to go 3 0. Um, next week, hopefully, Alex will be hosting. Um, the, the the live stream yeah possibly I might I might be there but it will the be Smiths. yeah it will be live <laughs> from the John Smith so um, Alex will be hosting um, your live next week uh, this show is going out as a pod tomorrow morning five thirty um, it will hit your inboxes um, so if you do listen please do um, make sure you subscribe so that way you'll get it straight into your podcast uh, inbox every show we do. Chat with Chaps is now up on the YouTube channel. Um, there's been a, a brief delay in there because obviously he's been away in America for a couple of weeks, but he's back now and he's made up for it. He's giving you an 11 minute um, mm-hmm. recap on today's game, which is always insightful um, and uh, very diplomatic to a degree. So have a listen to that. And again, please do share this if you've appeared on there and you want to tell all your pals you've been on there and let them listen to let them listen to your dulcet tones, then please do get involved. Remember to follow us across social media. It is That Millwall Pod across Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Twitter. We now have a, um, a Discord channel as well for match days and, and conversations around there. So, again, if that's your sort of thing, if you're young enough, uh, please get involved <laughs> in that. But that's it from us for another week or another day because um, the lads have got the panel back together tomorrow night and there'll be another show out from the panel uh, for Monday morning. That's it from us. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you again full time on Huddersfield versus Millwall. Laters. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.